I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everyone, welcome back to Les Hang Out, where Ellie, I hope you'll make me the luckiest podcast co-host in the world and podcast with me forever. <gasps> of course, yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd say yes. From the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And from the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. To those of you who have been with us through this whole journey, thank you as always for listening. And if you're a new listener, welcome. We're excited to have you here. And here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And in all of our quarantine and social distancing, there is but a ray of light. There's an article on Bustle called Get Yourself a Lesbian by Jill Gutowitz and uh, basically says lesbians are better than everyone else. We already knew that. <laughs> Accurate. And especially if you're trying to survive an apocalypse, lesbians are good at hoarding, good at staying inside, good at snuggling, watching Netflix, emotional support. So mm -hmm. if you're having a hard time, just find a lesbian and they're going to get you through this. So, Look, as someone who is currently bunkered down with a lesbian through the apocalypse, I can endorse this message. <laughs> as a lesbian, hunkered down as well, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, also, due to the many, many restrictions on any of us going out or being in contact with any other people, uh, as we mentioned, we are going to be moving our live events into virtual events. So starting with, we are moving both of our Schitt's Creek trivia nights, both on the East Coast and the West Coast, to the web. So we are going to be doing online virtual trivia. We're very excited. We have tested many things. We think it's going to be great. We're going to have two of them. They are going to be on the East Coast and on the West Coast. East Coast, I believe, is already sold out. Yep. The East Coast just coming through, even virtually. But West Coasters, we need to see you so that Lee and I can have some people to hang out with us when I'm awake at 9 p.m. hanging out (laughs) with all of you. And Lee is coming away from her babies to do some Schitt's Creek trivia with you. So get your tickets, my friends. Get your tickets. What that also means is if you are also, you know, night owl and you want to just join at 9 p.m. your time, you are more than welcome to join from any time zone. We are recommending these in terms of the most convenient time for people based on on where they land. But there are tickets available. You should definitely come hang out with us. Uh, It's this Thursday, so I'm so excited. It's going to make my whole next week super exciting. So I'm looking forward to hanging out with you all. We also, if you have any other ideas for virtual hangouts that you want us to do, please send them our way because we would love to just, I'm a very social person. Lee's a social person. I know we'd love to hang out with all of you. Yeah, we've we've got some ideas, but if you have other things that, that you think would be fun, shoot them our way because we're definitely looking for ways to continue making community and continue bringing community, especially to all the queer people out there because it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be rough to not be able to go and hang out and find community with other queer people. So we want to make sure that we're finding more ways to continue hanging out and connecting with each other and with all of you. So hit us up with those ideas. We are excited about them. Yes. I also wanted to personally give a big shout out to all of our new patrons. Last week, I had a bit of an ask for you all and you did not disappoint. So I appreciate all of you. I have cried good tears at least (laughs) once this week. So I just want to say thank you. There are some beautiful people out there and they're all of you. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. We are so excited to bring you episode 13 of season three, Getting Engaged. Get it? Emphasis on the game. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we're thrilled to have an expert here to help us dive into this topic. We're joined today by Kate Austin. She is an LGBTQ advocate. You've probably seen her amazing photos all over Instagram, and you may have recently seen her getting engaged once or twice. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Yes, I'm so excited. I feel like before we start, I have to tell the story of how this podcast episode came to be. So I was out with my friends and I got a DM on Instagram from Kate saying, hey, just want to let you know, love the podcast. And I was like, oh, awesome. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Cool. And Lee. Thanks, random listener. (laughs) Lee, who was creeping on our Instagram, was like, Ellie, what are you doing? We have to get Kate on the show. (laughs) So I reached out again and was like, oh, my God. I think it was fake, Ellie, because Ellie usually handles our Instagram. I'm on there a lot less than she is. And so it was like a sign from the heavens that was like, hey, get this notification and look at it. And I was like. (laughs) Wait a minute. <laughs> Make sure Ellie doesn't fuck this up. <laughs> I was like, wait a That's minute. So funny. Ellie, are you paying attention to this? What's happening right now? Where are you? 
So, so there you go. It was like the stars aligned, and I'm so glad because now we get to have you on, and we get to talk about getting engaged. What a topic. What a topic. Getting engaged. Yes, it's so, it's been a crazy two months of just like full engagement things happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like very fresh for you right now. Huh? Yeah. So, uh, the first one, my fiance and I both proposed to each other, um, just cause we're extra and we've just always planned on that. Um, and <laughs> the first one was in October and then the second one was like a month later in November. Um, and it was, it's just been like nonstop since. And it's just, it's been so fun. I didn't realize that I would like proposing like the whole engagement thing. And then also like being engaged. It's literally so fun. It is. And I love it so much because I feel like our listeners are going to, um, want to hear so much about this because of course, when you're getting engaged, I mean, getting engaged in general, that's, um, that's a big deal. It's a big thing. Right. But I also feel like for straight people, there's like so much more of like a, and here are the steps and here's how you do it. And right. here's the playbook and you spend this much on the ring and you get down on your knee. And, you know, there's like, <laughs> there's a lot of kind of prescribed steps. Uh, and we don't, we don't have any of that, right? Right. Like we, we can do whatever we want. We get to kind of make our own rules. Yeah. I love making our own rules. I want to, before <laughs> we really dive in though, can you, Kate? Tell our listeners about your engagement story. Because yeah, we both of them, please. We in great we detail. know it. It went <laughs> super viral. Probably most of you know it, but still, just in case, let's let's go over the story. Okay, so the first one, which I like thought, like I proposed first, um, to my fiance Sarah, and I thought that I was like, there's no way she'll ever top this. Like there's no way, whatever. So I proposed to her in April um, for our five-year anniversary. I got her like a Europe trip. So uh, we went to Brussels, uh, Paris, and Amsterdam. And Paris is like her favorite city in the world. So I knew that I wanted to propose to her in Paris. And I kind of got everything together and like was like, okay, Sarah, uh, we worked with this wedding dress company a lot in the past, like modeling for them. Uh, they're beholden. Um, and I was like, Beholden wants us to do a shoot while we're in Paris. Uh, they'll pay us. Like, we just have to do a quick hour-long shoot in front of the Eiffel Tower. And she was, like, such a little brat about it. She was like, I don't want to spend our vacation, like, doing a photo shoot, whatever. And I was like, just be, like, chill. It's, it'll be worth it. We're going to get paid. Like, whatever. I, like, lied. I was like, they're going to pay for the hotel. Like, just to make her be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that sounds fine for just an hour. So I, we were like in gowns and we're like, it's like 7 a.m. And we're like Ubering to the Eiffel Tower and it's like downpouring and it was so gross out. And I'm like standing there and she's just like, she was like complaining the whole Uber there. Just like, I can't believe we have to do this. Like, it's just pouring rain. And I'm like sitting there with the ring in my bag. And I'm like, this freaking brat, like she has no idea that I'm literally going to ask her to be my wife in like 20 seconds. And so our like photographer was like, you know, maybe we should cancel. Like, it's really gross outside. And I was like, I leave this city tomorrow. If I hold on to this ring any longer, I will lose my mind. Like, I cannot, because we had already been on the trip for like four days before. So I've been just like carrying this ring around. Like, first of all, I'm going to get like jumped and someone's going to take it or like, I'm going to lose it because I lose everything. I was just like, I need to do this today. So we like went into a cafe. The photographer was like, why don't we go into this cafe and like wait it out? So we did. And it just like randomly stopped raining. Like 30 minutes went by and it just like stopped for like the whole hour. And 
during the photo shoot, the photographer, like, I forget what she's like, this is perfect or something like that. And that was like the sign of it's like time. We're like in the place that I like wanted to propose. And then, yeah. And then I, I did that in front of the Eiffel Tower and it was beautiful. And then Sarah, my fiance, proposed to me on the Ellen show. So, yeah. <laughs> Which, look, before we go to the Ellen show story, I have to say, your odds that she wasn't going to top your proposal were pretty good. Like, I there was a pretty good chance that she was not going to beat that. And, like, I've told her for years, because just because I'm, like, very extra, I was like, I want, like, if you're going to propose to me, like, I've literally said this the whole, like, almost six years we've been together. I was like, you need to be able to make sure it could go viral. Like, it needs to be so good that it could. Because I'm just like that girl. Like, I want that. After I proposed to her and like my proposal kind of blew up and I was just like, there's no way you're ever going to top this. Like our pictures were so pretty. Like I was like, there's no freaking way. And of course, like blows me out of the water. Like I do the most like (laughs) cliche, like normal thing ever. And she like, whatever. Yeah, it was crazy. It was really, really crazy. Ellen or the Eiffel Tower? Like, what do you really want, though? Literally the only way. Ellen on the Eiffel Tower? Like, can we get that? Imagine. Yeah, just, that's like, the wedding, out. right? I mean, Ellen's just going to marry you in front of the Eiffel oh, Tower. What a dream. Me? Okay, so that's the thing. It's like, so I tweeted after the proposal, I tweeted at Ellen and Chrissy Teigen because I like love them both. And I was just like, because my parents aren't like in my life because of me being gay. So I tweeted at them like jokingly. And I was just like, if you guys want to come to my wedding, like Ellen, if you want to walk me down the aisle, um, that would be sick. And it started blow. Like I tweeted it, at, I think like 8am or something random. And I like told Sarah, I was like, this is so funny. Like I'm funny. It started blowing up. Like I went off Twitter <laughs> and then I came back on like four or five hours later and it had like 50,000 whatevers. And I was like, oh my God, like I can't believe this is happening. And it kept getting bigger and bigger. And I was just like, this is wild. Like this is really like verified accounts on Twitter, kept liking it, like big people who like Ellen followed were like retweeting it. And I was just like, oh, this is, this is getting like insane. So we were invited to the show and I just thought that we were just like going to see it. Like I didn't think that it was what it was. And we were like sitting in the audience and Ellen did a segment, like show me your tweets. And mine was the last tweet that came up, like the Ellen show tweet. And I like instantly start, like I'm a crier. If I'm not like at a five on the like scale of emotions, like evenly in the middle, I'm crying, (laughs) like either side I'm crying. And my tweet popped up. I'm just like instantly sobbing. I was like, looked at Sarah and I was just like, this is crazy. So then they like call us down. And I didn't think that Sarah was proposing. Like, I just thought that we were like, I don't know. It was crazy. So Ellen pulls us on the couch and we're like, I'm like on Ellen's couch looking at her. And she kept talking to me. And I was just like, you're Ellen. Like, what do you don't look me in the eyes? Like, I can't handle this. (laughs) And then so she interviewed us and then she was like, oh, we have a surprise or whatever. So then she pulls us over to like the bigger part of her stage and like the things come up and it's like this huge gold box. And in the gold box is like all of our best friends and Sarah's parents and like her brother and sister and like two of my brothers were there. And I'm just like sobbing again, like what? This is crazy because like the whole thing was like that my family wasn't accepting. So she like brought our chosen family and I was like, oh, this is crazy. And then Ellen out of nowhere is like, oh, Sarah, do you want to like tell her why everyone's here? And I'm like, if one more thing happens, like I'll pass out right here. Like this is getting emotion overload. And then Sarah like proposed to me and then Ellen like randomly comes out and like has $25,000 track. It was just the craziest like series of events. I was like literally in the car on the way home afterwards and I was like out of breath. It was insane. It was crazy. I just rewatched the video like right before this and you described it so perfectly. I mean, obviously <laughs> you were there, but I was like, yeah, I saw I just saw this. Yes, yeah, everything. Yes. But I was still yes, into it. I was like, wait, what's going to happen? Like yeah. what's going to happen next? Even though I just watched the video. <laughs> 
Okay, but I I have to know who was who do you think was more surprised? Do you think she was more surprised in Paris, or do you think you were more surprised on the Ellen Show? I think that it was like a different kind of surprise because Sarah and I had always made a deal that she would propose first, and I would get to walk down the aisle first. Like that was just like because I want to watch her walk towards me. Yeah, like okay. We have I, have so yeah, no, feelings. I have so many questions <laughs> about this because like because my wife and I had we had made like a deal as well about like who was proposing and, and yeah. all of that. And I'm so curious. Cause like, I feel like one of the first things, right. That you have to hit when it's like two women and you're trying to decide like proposal is like, do you both propose? Are you both proposing? If only one of you is proposing, who's proposing, who gets to propose first? Like there's so much planning that I feel like has to go into yeah. it. So I'm curious, like what was, how did you land on that? And like, how did those conversations end at that point? So Sarah and I, like, I think, I don't even know how early into our relationship it was, but like, we were like talking about it and I was like, well, I want to be proposed to. And she was like, well, I also do. So we were like, okay, cool. Like we're, we'll both propose. Like, of course, <laughs> why not? Like, why should either of us miss out on it if we both want it? So she was just like, I would like to propose first. And I was like, fine, if you want to propose first, then I get to walk down the aisle first. Cause I want the like feeling of watching her walk towards me, um, like down the aisle. So I was like, that's something that I want. So fine. You can propose first, even though I'm still doing it. And I'll walk down the aisle first. Like, cool. Like, we've got that. We've got that covered. Um, and you then, had like your fingers crossed behind your back, and you're like, yeah, yeah. sure. Well, also, think, wait, did you think she was gonna propose before you got to it? No. Or no. I like was so overwhelmed <laughs> the whole time that like I didn't even know what was happening next. And like I kept asking her, I was like, when are you gonna propose to me? Because like she had a ring on her finger, and I was like, ugh, I want one on my finger. Like this is. I would like beg her to let me put hers on. So I kept being like, what, like, when's my turn? Like, I want to be proposed to. And she was like, early next year, like, Kate, I got to save. Like, it's like a whole thing. So I had no idea that, like, she was working with a jeweler and, like, but, like, everybody, like, made me seem like it was, like, made it seem like it was, like, months and months. Because I would ask my friends, I'd be like, is Sarah said anything? And they're like, no, like, she's not doing anything. Like, trust me. And I'm, like, bamboozled this whole time. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's you amazing. have good friends to keep that secret. I feel like I know, right? I can't have friends who get engaged because I am a horrible secret keeper. Like Same. horrible. Just yeah. disclaimer: do not tell me. Well, but here's no. what I have to tell you, Ellie. Here's because Kelsey, my wife, is a terrible liar. She's all, a really bad liar, and like you know, doesn't think that she can like keep a secret or like or like act or pretend or anything. And so I was laughing because when you were saying that, you know, you lied and you told Sarah, like, we're doing this photo shoot and then she got like all pissy about doing it and just like bitched about it and whatever. And I was like, oh my God, this is my engagement. <laughs> like, because what, what... Were you the bitch, Lee? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I know I totally was though because um, what Kelsey did is she like, instead of having her lie, she was like smart about it. She's like, I'm a bad liar. I'll have Lee's parents who are like great actors and can totally lie to her about this lie for me so she actually didn't do the setup at all she had my parents like for months ahead tell me they were like oh we're having like a little family reunion oh. out in cape cod this weekend like just set it in your calendar like oh if kelsey wants to come you should ask her if she's free and like she could come too and all this stuff so they lied to me for like months and months and months and months and months and then we're driving there that weekend and we're like getting off the highway and she's like oh actually can i see the phone really quick because i need to look at the directions and i was like no i'm giving you directions like it's fine and she's like 
like, no, like, I really need to look at the phone. Uh, and, and I'm like, I just like eyes on the road, like safety. I'm, yeah. give, I'm, it's fine. I'm directing you. And then she was like, well, actually we're going to a different hotel. So like, I need you to give me the phone so I can see where we're going. And I was like, what do you mean? Like my family is at this other place that I'm telling it like that I'm getting us directions to. And she was like, no, like your family's not meeting us here. And I was like, yes, they are. Like, I've been talking to my parent. Like I invited you here. <laughs> What's going on? Like, and she was like, um, I just wanted to like take you for a weekend away. And I didn't want you to like read too much into it. And she's like, so we're staying all weekend. And I was like, I only packed clothes for one night. And she's like, I packed you extra clothes. <laughs> and I was like getting more and more upset about it. Cause I'm like, I don't let, you know, I'm terrible at surprises. I'm like, I Lisa like planning. Planner. Lisa planner. I'm such yeah. a planner. And That's so I was like, yeah, you, you were telling that story. And I was like, oh my God, this was so me. I'm, I'm like the asshole who was just like, oh my God. But she did the same thing. She's not a good liar. Yeah. So she was like, I know someone else will be my lying for me. <laughs> So you just got to enlist help, Ellie. You got to get some friends or get some family members in there who can... Or I'll just surprise myself. You know what I mean? Like, I won't tell myself when it's happening. You know? (laughs) Do you want to propose first? Is that that what it is? Oh, no. I totally want to get proposed to first. Like, I am also like, I need a flash mob. Yeah. Like, it has to be, like, the biggest, most crazy moment of my life. Right. Yeah. It needs to be excessive. I definitely want all the attention. Not a 50-person a cappella group singing, uh, yeah. you know. That would be great. perfect. Yeah. That would be I love amazing. It. You would have to say yes. <laughs> I would have to, yeah. Have There's, to. like, no other choice. Yeah, so anyone. Can you imagine just a random person, like, decides to propose to me like that? I'm like, shit. I said it on the show. You must say yes. I have yeah, to right? You're like, God, Jana's going to be so pissed now. This is just <laughs> awkward. <laughs> I have to say yes. I said it. So, <laughs> I'm going to get us back on track. So despite agreeing that you would not propose first, you did decide to do that. Yeah. So so what caused the switch? Like, did you, it sounds like you always kind of knew that you wanted to also propose first anyways. Well, I like, we've been together for a long time. Like we've been together in, for six years almost. That's like a hundred in lesbian years. So I was like, it's time for us to like get this boat going. So I would, I was like bugging her about it. And I was like, and we, her and I like travel a lot and we were putting like a lot of money towards traveling. Cause it was like really important to us. And she was like, well, if you want, you know, we have to choose, like we need to either, like if you want a ring and like, I also like wanted a ring of a certain size. And she was like, if you want that, then like, I, you got to chill out. Like I got to start saving money for it. So it just felt like it was far away. And I was like, I'm so sick of waiting to be proposed to I'm proposing. And I knew that the only way I could genuinely surprise Sarah was if it like was in this way that I did it if she like because she knew that she wanted to propose first so I was like I can you know get her if she doesn't think that it's coming um and also like she thought this trip was just like another travel thing so like she would never assume that we would be get engaged uh while we were there so I was just like I don't care I'm doing it like I want to be engaged I want to like get the ball rolling like I want to marry her in the next like we're getting old like we need to like get this going so yeah I was just like whatever she's not gonna be mad that I'm proposing to her so (laughs) yeah how dare you propose romantically in front of the Eiffel Tower on a excursion to Paris (laughs) god what a bitch just (laughs) the worst horrible yeah what do we think about joint proposals like at the same time everybody kept telling me like what if she's doing what if she does it like, my best friend was like, I have this feeling that Sarah's going to, like, try and, pro- like, propose back in Paris because we both loved Paris. And I was like, I would be so upset just because, like, first of all, for me, like, I want double the photos. So, like, if it happens twice, like, I have content. Like, I'm a creator. I have to, like, think like this. So I was like, I need two, like, 
different situations. Also, like, I wanted her to have, like, her own special moment and also me to have, like, my own special moment. But I do think, like, the videos that go viral where it's, like, a girl gets down on one knee and proposes, then her, like, girlfriend's like, oh, my God, and then also gets down on a knee. It's just, like, those are cute, but, like, not for me, but so cute. Like, I cry every time. They're so cute, but I'm like, how? Like, the odds that that happens is, like, but I guess it's because we're doing so much planning as, like, queer women. We're like, right. you go first. No, you go first. <laughs> but we know we're talking about it. There's that. But I also feel like there's something that I think is really sweet about it. Because what you know it means to me is always, like, one of them knew, like, this would be really special to the other one. Right? And then she's like, this is such a special thing. And I'm going to propose at it. And so they, like, both plan it for the same thing. And they, like, can't help themselves. Because they're like, this is the perfect opportunity to tell her. And I'm like, I love it. <laughs> it's like, you both fell for it. <laughs> Wasn't there one, like, a Harry Potter one? Like, like we both love I know Hogwarts. <laughs> you do? <laughs> well, I, like, from social media, yeah. There, first of all, I'm, like, a, I'm, Harry Potter's literally playing on my TV behind me right now. Like, I love Harry Potter. Like, I'm a nerd. So that proposal, I literally was, like, sobbing. Like, in the book, it said, marry me. I was, lit- I was like, undone over it. It was so stinking cute. Oh, yeah, that one got me good. That one got me really good. Yeah, that was a good one. I feel like we're setting like an impossible bar. Right now. 100%. Well, this is not in the outline. I'm going off book. But I just had this thought. <laughs> because like a lot of queer women or like queer people like engagements go viral. What do you think it is about a gay engagement that people are just like, let's blow this up? Well, I mean, I think that it's like not like an underdog story, but it's like it was, like, so, I feel like, think about it, like, well, gay marriage just got legalized, like, not long ago. So, like, people want to see mm-hmm. us, like, having successful, happy, like, loving relationships because it was never, like, seen as much as it is now. And, like, I think companies are finally, like, coming around and, like, showing support for them. And, like, it's finally at a time where, like, you know, it's, like, our time to shine. Like, we were looked down upon for so long that I think people now are finally, like, this is beautiful. Like, these people came from, like... Whatever it is, you know, it's like the underdog story. Like we're finally like the ones that like get to like share our love and our success and stuff. And I think people love that. It's so cute. We love love. We love, love queer love. love. Yeah. Yes. Truly. I think there definitely is a lot of truth to that of like, we just want to celebrate because we have not been able to for a long time. And yeah. it is not that far. I have another suggestion, Ellie, for why they go viral, which is that we know how to plan shit. <laughs> Like, let's be real. I'm sorry, but if you're going to compare, like, most hetero engagements to, like, engagements where you're going to have either two women or, like, queer people or, like, gay dudes planning engagements, like, I'm sorry, but that shit's better. They're going to be better. They're going to be better. (laughs) They're better planned. Like, I just love, like, queer proposals. They're always so cute and, like, oh, I'm a sucker for a good queer love story. Yes. I mean, we all are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly not you, Ellie. You never cry at anything. No, no. I love love. I'm a hopeless romantic. It's fine. I'm a Pisces. Oh, so is a Pisces. Uh, (laughs) I love Pisces. We both are. We're all Pisces. (laughs) Are you? Me and Lee. I love, I literally love Pisces. I feel like I'm low-key a Pisces, but I'm not at all. I'm a Leo. I'm the exact opposite. A Leo. Oh, yes. Very different from a Pisces, but it's okay. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. See, like, I feel like I'm not my sign at all. Like, I feel like I have Leo in my chart and I don't. 
but like it's like you love attention yeah like I do and I, and I truly do yeah yeah that's so bad that I'm like I'm not a Leo at all I'm literally a full-time social media person that talks to a camera all day. <laughs> so it's fine it's fine they're also very fun to hang around so it's okay I am a there are a lot time. of positive traits time. of a Leo so we want to talk a little bit about family involvement in engagements I know you asked Sarah's parents for their blessing. I feel like in a queer engagement, at least for you, what was like the role of family in that? So we're very close to our family, like very, very, very close. Her parents have like basically taken the role of being my parents as well uh, since we've been together. And we're literally with them like every weekend. Like her her family is literally like I love, I cannot even express how much I love her, her entire family. Um, so I knew for it would mean a lot to her dad and her mom if I like went to them and kind of let them know. Um, Not that I think that they would have ever had an issue with it just because like we've been together for so long. But I knew it would be it would mean a lot to Sarah if I asked her parents and just that that they knew and were supportive because she always said like if I proposed her what she would she would want like a big party with her family afterwards. So we were obviously abroad, so we couldn't do that. I knew it would mean a lot to her, and I wanted to record it. And I, like, wanted to record me talk, telling her whole, like, her brother and her sister she's, like, super close with as well. So, yeah, it was, it was important to me to also know and, like, go into it knowing that, like, they have our back and, like, they're fully supportive of us. And, like, I asked her mom first. Like, I, I don't, I didn't do it in, like, the traditional, like, just ask the father for the blessing. Like, I was just <laughs> like, hey, would you guys, like, be cool if this is what it was? And they were so excited for us, like, they were so, so excited. It was really cute. I knew it would mean a lot to her, and it meant a lot to me to know that they were like, go do it. You were already not in contact with your family by this point, right? Right. So I stopped talking to my parents, like, officially last April. So, like, it's almost been a year now, which is crazy. Do you think that the engagement made anything different for them? Because I feel like sometimes, you know, it's like if your family has issues with your relationship, with your sexuality, it's like there's something about getting engaged also that, like, makes that situation really real you know it's like this is not like a phase i'm not growing out of this it's like i'm planning my life around this now yeah you know like do you think that there was any impact of that so my mom always told me because i've been out for almost six years now um and my mom always told me like uh this is a phase like you'll grow out of this like what you're not gay like she's super religious so she thought it was the devil which is wild. Oh, right. And sure. yeah, just casual devil inside of me. It's fine. And so I think I would hope I have no idea how they feel about it. I don't think that it's changed. Um, I think that since the Ellen proposal, I know that she like posted something on Facebook about it right after it came out and basically was just like, oh, I love my daughter. I always will. I, I will always like accept her. And all my friends that she's like Facebook friends with were like, mm, wrong. That's like not true at all, actually. Um, and she ended up deleting it. And I didn't want to like, I, I felt bad because I like didn't, she didn't have time to prepare for like our dirty laundry to be like low key aired, even though it's like on my platform all the time. At the same time, it's like, if you are embarrassed or feel defensive or whatever about something that you've done or said, like, change your behavior, like learn from it, you know, and like, instead, mm-hmm. you still stand by everything that you did. So like, I'm I don't know, I don't feel like, honestly, to answer your question that I went off on a whole tangent about, I don't think that she, my mom is like the type of person that like the way that she thinks is right and like, like nothing can change her mind. She's like very stubborn. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. 
Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Yeah, I think there's definitely a way in which I think uh, engagements like exacerbate those situations, you know, because like I know, I mean, I I have a a good relationship with with my wife's parents now, but it took a while (laughs) and it took a while where it was like things seemed okay, And then we got engaged and they took like a huge step backwards, you know, and I think that that plays into it is it's like, oh, like we can play nice until this goes away. And then when it's clear that like it's not going away, it's like getting more serious and more committed. You kind of have to like start again from there in some ways. Um, And I imagine that that's probably something that's a pretty common situation still for like a lot of queer people um, planning engagements is like, how do you incorporate, you know, how people around you how your family and everything like how are people going to react to this also like in terms of family family is such a big part of the wedding itself how are you personally using your chosen family or changing traditions to make your wedding feel like your new family right the family that you chose so i have five older brothers who will all be in the wedding my one brother by the time this comes out he'll know he's i'm asking him to walk me down the aisle he is like the greatest human ever and like loves me and Sarah and like my niece and nephew are going to be like a flower girl and a ring bearer and like so they're all in it and they're my like my brothers and siblings are like super super cool but for a first look um with my dress like Sarah's obviously going to do one with her dad um I'm going to do it with my brothers and then other than that like like we're not doing a lot of traditional stuff anyway so it doesn't feel like anything's going to be missing you know and like I don't feel like I have to really Mm -hmm. replace anything just because like we're not doing like super heteronormative things anyway at our wedding. Oh, but why not? They're so I know. great. <laughs> no, the garter tosses like they're like they freak me out. I know. I was like, what are the things? Because yes, garter toss so weird, so yeah. uncomfortable. I hate them so much. Yes. <laughs> yes. What I love, there's something so funny about it, right? Because it's like you get queer experiences, like more and more of them in spaces like this, and it's funny because in a lot of ways, it's like we do kind of try to follow the playbook in some ways where it's like I'm gonna get engaged I'm gonna get down on one knee I'm gonna have the ring and I'm gonna ask the question and like but then in other ways we're like but also like fuck your traditions straight people like we can do our own shit and so it's like it's funny in some ways I feel like we get this weird hodgepodge mix of like well these things are cute and like these things suck (laughs) 
yeah. but everyone just keeps doing them for like no particular reason yeah. that we can figure out. So you get to like replace them. And I also feel like in some ways, uh, you know, whether or not like straight people are aware of it, like I feel like there's ways in which having more and more like gay engagements, gay proposals, like I feel like we're, it's like expanding the possibilities for them, you know, because yeah. we're like making more stuff okay to do. Whereas like before it would have been like, you're not doing your garter toss but why not, oh, yeah. you know, like, everybody's done it in the family, and, like, now you kind of get a, like, a, an easy excuse to be like, mm, no, scrap yeah. that, like, that's stupid, like, I want to keep this the lesbians don't do it, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our, like, gay cousin didn't do it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I feel like, too, like, Sarah's, like, older family members, like, a gay wedding, like, because they, nope, a lot of them have never been to one, so... Or like they'll be like, so what 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 do you do? Are you gonna have a ceremony? Like they don't like it instead of it being like like normal, like it all just goes out the window. Like they just can't, not even in a way that's like offend like they don't like come at us offensively. They just like are so ignorant to it just because they've never been to one that they're just like, what do you wear? Are you gonna have a bridesmaid? Like they just are so thrown off by the whole thing that they have no idea like how it could possibly like work. And I'm like, it's gonna be like a normal wedding. Like you don't have to like panic, whatever. Um, I mean, it comes with like the so are either of you gonna wear a suit question just because they genuinely like don't know. (laughs) It's yeah. Are either of you wearing a suit? No. Yeah, no, we're both um, wearing dresses that we're like designing ourselves. We're excited. That's awesome. Yeah. My sister is such an asshole. Like I literally said to her, I was like, I don't want to wear a suit for my wedding, whatever it is. It'll be a long time from now, but whatever. But and she's like, oh, I just like always thought you would wear a suit. Like she keeps like pushing it on me. She's like, so you're going to like, I'll I'll get the suit ready for you. I'm like, I'm not wearing a suit. (laughs) Wear a suit to like wear a suit to like the rehearsal dinner, Ellie. Yeah, I will. I probably would wear like I just got this new blue blazer that I love. I do like a colored suit, yeah, full like blue on blue. But yeah, just the rehearsal dinner. That's a great. I I want to wear a suit to my rehearsal dinner too. I love this. Yeah, do it. Look at us breaking traditions, but also being exactly the same. But that's why I think it's so great because it totally is right. It's like that's exactly what we're doing. We're like we can buck the traditions that we want to, but also you can keep the stuff that you want. And it's like, well, who's who can complain, right? Like, what are they going to tell you? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And lots of people do want to wear a suit to their weddings, and you're like, great, wear a fucking suit, you know. And I feel like that's also now normalizing. You see so many more people now who are allowing like their their friends or like you know if they have like more butch or like mask identified friends in their bridal party that like you're seeing so many more even in straight weddings now that people are like yeah like my bridesmaids can wear like these dresses or like you can wear your cool coordinated suit and i'm like yes yes i love it yeah my friend amanda's partner's sister got married and al they got to wear like this amazing blue suit and all the bridesmaids are wearing blue dresses but like i feel like the rest of the bridesmaids like were jealous that al Got to wear this, like, like a cool super, suit. like, attractive suit. Mm-hmm. And they all looked great, too. But it's just, yeah. like, yeah. actually the straight people were like, wait, but can we wear suits, too? <laughs> <laughs> like- well, or even, like, when we went to, um, when Kelsey's roommate from college got married and we went out to that wedding and the bride had a bunch of bridesmaids, but also, like, one of her like, best best friends in the world is a guy, right? And so she had, like, in her bridal party, like, 
him in her bridal party. And so her side had like all the girls in their dresses that they chose to wear. And then he was there in like this just rocking suit. I mean, he looked fantastic, you know, and you're like, yes, great. Like this, who cares? You know, and it's like, it's the sort of thing that didn't feel weird at the time. But I'm like, man, I feel like, you know, five, 10 years ago, He'd like, you would never dress. have been putting a dude in your bridal party. like. And that's, like, Sarah and I both have, like, super mixed sides. So, like, my, I, mine is, like, six guys and five girls. And Sarah's side is, like, eight girls and two guys, I think. And we're just, like, lining it up how we, like, want and, like, don't care who walks. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter to us. Like, I think that was, like, a thing, too. Like, her sister was, like, I can't walk down with a girl. And I was, like, well, you're gonna. Like, you are a maid of honor. You're gonna walk down <laughs> right. with my maid of honor. Like, you guys. But just because. Does she know that like, she's not getting married at your wedding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, just because you walk think. down the aisle together. Yeah. Like, they don't have you're to exchange vows when they get there. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, though. And I, like, I'm excited to, like, make people uncomfortable if they are just to show them like nothing this doesn't mean that they're like having sex like they're just walking because that's how it right. works like whatever despite what hollywood would have you believe yeah. that is, <laughs> it's not a requirement you know exactly. i feel like we have to talk about the most heteronormative tradition but bachelor bachelorette parties oh yeah what's your plan what are you, are you doing a joint party is so, it your last night of single freedom she, <laughs> which is stupid so- she keeps saying, this is my last single birthday. And I'm like, you're not fucking single, Sarah. Like, this is not your last <laughs> single birthday. Like, you are... She's you haven't from been the single bedroom. for years. She literally is screaming from the bedroom saying, that's not what I meant. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I love the commitment to it. It's great. It's yeah, good. Yeah. I, she... So... We're doing a joint bachelorette just because we share so many friends. It would be such a huge financial burden to like request two. Plus we like have more fun together anyway. Like, so what we're going to do, like ideally is we are going to do like four nights in like Florida or something because we want to be warm and like want it to be affordable. Um, And we're just going to get like a huge Airbnb with like a pool and just like everybody just like drink and have fun together. But like one night specifically, like I'll stay back and like she'll go out maybe. And then like one night. I'll say we don't know that for sure but that's like something we've kind of like toyed around with not that like she's gonna go out and like whatever but like have strippers yeah exactly I mean if she wants we just watched Hustlers and I think there's an easy solution here and it's just a joint lap dance yes exactly yeah you show up as the stripper oh my god that's ideal a twist upon a twist (laughs) I love it Another surprise for the books. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you can go up by yourself, honey. Like, yeah. you she's going to love when that shows up on Instagram. <gasps> oh, my God. I can't. I can't even picture me dancing like that. I would literally just laugh the whole time. So would she. Uh, I just got such God. a great idea, though. I'm like, I'm like, keep that for the future. Yeah, keep that Ellie's, in the pocket. Ellie's I would also look like herself. an idiot, but it'd be fun. It'd be Ellie, so put the funny. pen down. Come on. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> For our listeners, I literally just picked up a pen. I think we should just dad. not let Jana listen to this episode. I think it's safer that way. Yeah. Yeah. We just missed a week. What happened? We just didn't put anything out. Weird. <laughs> Lee, what did you do for your... Did you have a bachelorette? We did have bachelorettes. And yeah, we did them separately. We did... So, I mean, same thing. Like, we did... We were trying to, like, you know, stay aware of how much people have to spend on yeah. your weddings. Because actually, your bridal party spends a lot of money on your wedding. 
thing to keep in mind before you ask your friends, everyone. So what we did is the weekend that we got married, um, we got married in Newport, Rhode Island. And so both of our bridal parties, like we all kind of rented a big house together for the for like the whole weekend. And so we did our uh, bachelorettes the same weekend as the wedding, but like a, a couple days uh, ahead. So and fun. so we kind of each had like our group of friends sort of like take us each out. Yeah. Um, for different things. They they landed on very different <laughs> evenings for the two of us. So they were also great. like, do we do like vagina pops? Do we do like the like As you super... can see, I like female bodies surrounding me at all times. So like I'm Oh wait, fine. no, I can't see it. It's literally like I've Oh there oh we go. Oh my god, yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um wait, I, I, love, like... I feel like our listeners need to know there's a literal oh. like ass line nope. silhouette and like boobs it's yeah. perfect yeah yes true art you know those look like the asses we did in uh, new orleans la when we paint the painting that we did and oh yes our beautiful works of art yes we did make beautiful works of art in uh at the weekend soiree so i love it it's perfect it's great thank you so yeah. you're saying you want little like boob glasses for the night you want like I don't know per se that I would wear them out, but like if we're doing like a pool party, like don't like <laughs> boob like um like beach balls sound fun like that. I would yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Or like I bet you could find like a shot glass that's like a woman's torso or something. Oh, that right? sounds like, amazing. Boobs and yeah. Amazon yeah. has something. I guarantee it. Come on. Etsy is wild. I was my best. I was in my best friend's <laughs> wedding earlier this year, and I was like, it was, it was a straight wedding, and I like unfortunately had to order like dicks, but. They have, like, they make, like, crazy <laughs> things that out of, like, body parts. Like, I was seeing, like, stuff for girls on there, too. Like, it's so nuts. So, yeah. It, titties everywhere for our bachelorette, for sure. Nice. Yes. Class. You realize Class that's going to be the quote that uh, we pick from this episode? Titties everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my well, gonna We're going to put that on a shirt. I'm making a shirt that says titties, titties everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> we'll make them. We'll send you one, Kate. Don't worry. We please, got you. Please. Yeah. I would wear it every day. <laughs> As we wrap up, I'm sure I know wedding planning is a lot. Do you have any tips for our listeners who might be planning a wedding or planning an engagement of like how to stay sane? So I'm a very organized person. Like I have like five Excel sheets for our wedding already. Like I'm very and I think that like obviously like I'm for me, like I'm going to be like, this is the only way because that's how I like function in my brain in life is just like lists and like keeping things like orderly. But so what I feel like worked best for us is that we didn't give ourselves too many options because I feel like when you have so many, you get overwhelmed and then you can't decide. So like when we toured venues, like first we went online and like we knew what we wanted. Like, so like we're doing like a black tie ballroom. Like we knew we wanted to do that. It's like kind of know what your vibe is and then like search like top blah, blah, blah venues. So I searched like top New Jersey venues ballroom whatever and then we went through them like looked at the pictures and chose like our favorite five and then out of those five we like looked and we're like are, were there any queer people that have ever gotten married here um and that's kind of how we chose like our final three because they've done that um and then you go and we only had three options so it was like we have to pick one and I think that helped a lot and then once we picked our venue and I'll say this and I will preach this till I'm blue in the face it is so much easier to find a venue that does everything for you so like our venue does food we don't have to do out, like think about outdoor vendors like our alcohol is all covered we don't have to think about bringing in alcohol like our specific venue gives you like a team of like five people to just like help me on my wedding day and then sarah will also get somebody for her and like they like so if anything goes wrong like it's crazy and i feel like i'm so grateful that we did that because i'm a worrier 
And like, I need everything to go perfect because if it doesn't, I will literally lose my mind. And those are like things that I feel like helped us a lot. It's like finding a venue that had like everything included. So we don't have to worry about like chair covers, like things like that. Linens, like you don't want to have to spend money on things like that. Like finding a place that has that. And then also like know your vibe and like make sure that they're queer friendly. Like that is like, and like people are like, how do you know? And I'm like, I searched their Instagram. Like I literally stalked them and like made sure that they're not only doing it, but also representing it as well. Cause like, I don't want people to like work with me and like be ashamed to say that they did. Just- I feel like as you're saying, like everything has to go perfectly. And if it doesn't, I will freak out. I should like not tell you about my wedding and how I definitely went to the hospital that day. I'm like, it's totally fine. Everything's fine. I'm still married. It's great. Please. <laughs> Wait, well, wait, wait. So you can't sick. just drop that bomb. That's a bomb. I was bomb. like, and the episode's over, and Lee's like, I went to the hospital. Yeah. You and <laughs> totally went to the hospital. I like, I have a, I have the hospital bracelet still from like when we went to the ER, like at our wedding. We both showed up in in dresses, like <gasps> full ass dresses. Yeah, I would. Were lose you married my mind. before or after you went to the hospital? After we went and then came back. Badass. <laughs> I can't what? even think. Lee, just tell us. Just tell us. I just got really sick. That's all. It was like we had someone showed up with like a stomach bug or like a flu or like a something. I don't know. So I was just like super. I was sick for like the first three days of our honeymoon too. <sighs> Horrible. If anybody thought to come to my wedding sick, I would be so <laughs> angry. Oh my God. I would be so, so, so mad. <gasps> but look, I still got married and everything was okay. And it's just, it's great, you know? But it do, it is why I would definitely recommend you get someone who's there who's, like, running it that day. Like, you yeah. should not be running your own wedding. Because, oh, yeah, like, yeah. if we hadn't had, like, a wedding planner day of who was like, okay, like, sudden last minute change, we're doing the cocktail hour first while they run to the hospital. Yeah. And then we came back and did the ceremony and then went straight into the reception. Like, because she was just like, it's okay, I've got everything. You do what you gotta do. And like, yeah, you really, you need someone there running it that day. It was... That's wild. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have a My point is, it. even if things go wrong, it's still okay. You're going to get yeah. married and it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be perfect. And the nice thing is the makeup, man, you look fantastic no matter what. Like you That's could true. literally be dead under there and like, yeah. no one will know. Because I've shown, every time someone looks at my wedding pictures and they're like, well, you don't look that sick. And I'm like, dude, like you get in a shower with that makeup on afterwards and it just like beads on your face. Like you can't, you can't see my face. None of that is skin. <laughs> like, you don't know what I look like. so excited about it. I love getting my makeup I'm like a very 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 feminine person and I love getting my makeup done the person that we chose literally people look face tuned when she's done and like I cannot wait to like I'm gonna try and wear it for like five days and then I'm gonna have to like scrape it off my face with a face paint you remover. probably could it will never come off it's so oh, you, li- you like you look like that now forever it's unbelievable and it's crazy too because it's like they do it i see i am not like a super like heavy i'm not a i, I don't wear makeup like day to day and so i'm like i wanted to have something on because i'm like you know i want you want to look good in the pictures and you want everything to like right. be nice and whatever but i was like i kind of want it to look like i'm not really wearing a ton of makeup though yeah. and like i don't know how they can cake that much makeup on your face and you look like you're not wearing anything and i was like you're magical like what what did you do they truly are but yeah none of it was my face (laughs) besides the makeup what are you most looking forward to at your wedding i love weddings like the vibes are always so good and like the energy is so high and like celebrating love is like my favorite thing in the world so i'm like very excited to like have all of our favorite people in the world under one roof celebrating like us and like our love just because it's like it's gonna be so fun i'm just so excited well i i feel like we can say in addition to having some tits and ass behind you you also have a lovely framed uh like typographic thing saying good things are coming so there you go i think it's 
I think it's gonna happen. Good things are coming. It's gonna be a great it's like day. My mantra whenever I'm like anxious, I just like stare at it and I'm like, we're good. <laughs> there you go. Is it timely? I think it's let's time. Let's do this. So... Let's do this Q and gay. I'm ready. Q, 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 and, 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 and gay. gay. Question one, and and many of these we may have already covered with you. That's okay. Uh, who would propose first, you or your partner? Me. Despite it. lying about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number two. Would you prefer your proposal to be A, private and intimate, B, close friends and family present, or C, public AF? <laughs> I would say public AF. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Okay. Question three. Did you both propose or did only one of you propose? We both proposed. We're extra. And and they were both amazing, and no one will ever be able to declare a winner. Oh my god. This little creature. <laughs> I'm like, I can only see their head. Is it a dog? I'm like, oh, puppy. I know the puppy's adorable. Sorry. All right, question four. <laughs> question four. What's your preference for getting engaged? A, classic diamond ring. B, ring with a different stone. C, some other type of jewelry. Or D, Tattoos. It has a, it has an exclamation point, so I wanted to try to. Yeah, <laughs> I felt the energy. I, it got me. I was like, oh. You're like, I'm rethinking the rings. Uh, I did a diamond. We both have diamonds, but we did lab-grown diamonds, so they're conflict-free. Is what I would suggest everyone, and they're thirty percent cheaper. Question five: Who do you want to walk you down the aisle? A, your partner. B, a family member. C, a close friend. Or D, no one. I walk myself down the aisle. I was going to walk myself. That was like a small thing, but I think it would make people around me very sad, even though I wouldn't look at it that way. So I'm doing my brother, Chris. Nice. Remember, you can give us your own answers to this episode's Q&A questions on our Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. Kate, thank you so much for hanging out with Thanks, us. guys. I have been so happy this whole time because I love talking about love, too. So same, same, same. I love love. Yes. We love love, love so much. Titties. It's all fun. <laughs> Everything that I yeah. love. Yeah. <laughs> Can so you tell our listeners where's the best place for them to find you on all the social medias? Kate Austin with two ends on Instagram. And then from there, you can find my YouTube channel, which is where I post videos of all the queer things and sometimes my fiance and I. So yeah, just search Kate Austin. I'll come up. Awesome. Do you have anything specific coming up that you want to tell our listeners about? Or it's just like follow you on social media and you'll see all the fun stuff. We were chosen for the Knott's most influential wedding of the year. So we're doing like a bunch of fun stuff with them over the years. So if you like wedding planning and all of that, I got you. That's yes. exciting. <laughs> Especially queer wedding planning because yes. who doesn't? Yes. Also, Kate's going to be doing an Instagram story takeover this week. So keep an eye out for that. And you can come ask her your own questions. Yes. If there's anything that we didn't get to, cannot ask her the secret spoilers that we already cut <laughs> from the episode. <laughs> Only we know those. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, Kate. Oh my god, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community. So we like to take the opportunity every episode to shout out some of our favorite interactions that have happened lately. This week, again, we just have to say a huge thank you to everybody who has joined as new patrons or has increased their pledges. This is going to make a huge difference. I know Ellie is certainly not the only person who is in this boat of just having had all of their income kind of disappear overnight for, you know, at least the foreseeable future. So it really means a lot. It's going to help us not only be able to keep making the podcast but also you know like 
keep Ellie yeah. fed. <laughs> yes, thank you so uh, much. And, and housed and, and stuff. So like all of that really That sandwich important. I had yesterday yeah. is from Wendy K. Bartlett. Thanks, Wendy. Uh, yes, we especially <laughs> want to thank Wendy. We got A, uh, a pledge increase that meant a lot to us and B, an email that uh, made both of us cry. It was, it was just so sweet. amazing. Oh, it was the sweetest. Um, we absolutely want to be your girls, Wendy, always. <gasps> I want to, I need to explain to our audience. I'm sorry, because it was so sweet. Wendy said she doesn't think of us as Les Hangout. She thinks of us as listening to her girls. And it just made my it we just both made died. my heart melt so much. So I hope we can be yes. Wendy's girls and all anyone. <laughs> we're all of your girls. I'm so happy. Yes. So Wendy also is a big proponent of the arts. And so she wanted to make sure that we shout out all of the musicians in your community. If you have a local theater. Try to donate your tickets. Try to try to give back to those people because a lot of the artists and musicians and gig workers in our economy are going to have a difficult time with this. So if there's anything that you can do, she wants to give you a personal plea to help your local arts. So thank you, Wendy. And as always, thank you to our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Lizette Stye, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Sarah and Julia, Carrie Ann Lawrence, Mark Foster, Danny Gunlock Tamora, Audrey O'Connor, Alana Rosen, Brittany Ray, Kayla Kelly, and Leah Hendley. Thank you so much. And we would also love to thank our King of Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen. And our new, currently in a sponsorship at level, we want to thank Wendy K. Bartlett. Thank you so much. And to everyone who has been joining or anyone who's thinking about it, or if you're supporting other queer podcasts or queer content creators, thank you. Even if they're not us, it doesn't matter. It's just really, really important to kind of keep people afloat right now. So let's lift our community up and all help each other get through this. It's really huge. I love this community all the time and especially in crisis. We know how to handle a crisis, people. <laughs> we sure do. That's why we you gotta sure get yourself do. a lesbian. Yes. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com or check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Make sure that you subscribe in whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. That way you'll get new episodes as soon as they go up. We also are posting videos on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch them. If you want to help support the podcast, there are so many ways that you can do that. The first one is easy, it's free, is go on iTunes and leave us a rating and a review. It helps new people find the podcast. And if you want to help support us on Patreon, you can do that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. We're going to be hosting more watch parties as we're all hanging out virtually and we're going to try to do more live virtual events for our patrons. So we would love to see you there. You also can still buy merch at our merch store. It is on TeePublic. You can get teas and tanks and totes and all sorts of good gay swag. You can find that at bit.ly slash lesshop. If you want to find us individually, you can find me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at LSH Foster. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.